Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, it's just me today, just Chef, uh, the main host for the Black Collar Podcast. And I just want to let you guys know, um, we greatly appreciate all of the all of the listening from all the viewers who listen to directly through podcast sources. We're working on everything slowly, and I am genuinely surprised that we. We're not huge, right? Or we're not huge. We only we just recently passed a thousand views for our podcast or a thousand listens, downloads, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just genuinely, genuinely excited about that. You know, I went into this entirely thinking of the prospects of everything, you know, thinking of the grander picture or whatnot. But the fact that people at all want to listen to anything that we have to say is, it just makes me feel flabbergasted. And I know we most likely won't have a video or not a video, um, a, a podcast for New Year's. So I just want to say it's been an amazing year. It's been an amazing year being able to commit to sitting down with my my very best friends and actually talking and not worrying about video games or anything like of the sort, you know, you kind of get into this point where you're in a routine with your friends, right? You, you, you guys play games together or, or whatnot. You guys have this certain thing that that's the only time you talk. And I found doing this podcast that I actually have time to sit down, reflect, talk, conversate, unrelating to anything other than just a conversation. I know we broke away from that earlier this year and we were trying to do video game commentary while we were playing or whatever. But in my honest opinion, everything has always just felt so much better when it's simply a conversation. You ever just think about how often you don't communicate with anyone and just really, really think about things. You don't have any aspect of time when you're wasting it. You don't think about, I'm, I, I'm playing this game with my friends. It's a good time. But you also don't think about, this is time that is never going to be given back. You're not even having a conversation. You're just self-reflecting or well, you're probably actually, no, you're not even self-reflecting. You're just playing the game. You know, you might have some funny remarks when you're playing the game together. You know, uh, I feel like uh, me, myself, uh, Charlie and Andy do. And um, it feels genuinely funny. It feels genuinely fun. But at the same time, it's like those fun moments don't really reflect entirely like how you really feel about a person. You know, you can have the greatest moments ever with a person you dislike. So actually sitting down and conversating with someone really shows you their true intentions, shows you who they are as a person and it's what really makes natural conversation so important. 
And I feel like a lot of people have lost that touch over the past few years. You know, I understand COVID, COVID still is still a big thing. You know, a lot of people are getting sick again. You know, we have the flu season and, you know, it's not the best thing to think about. But we also kind of lost this really natural interaction with with people. And it's it's so sad to think about that we ourselves have gone into such a self-preservation mode that we can't we can't even understand that the harm that we're doing to our psyche. You know, I feel like more in the past two, three years, I feel, has been more predominant with people expressing how much they, you know, have mental health issues. And I get it. I have I I have my fair share of those as well. And it, you know, things aren't always the best when you're alone. And that's why I think it's so important to have communication with those that are actually close to you. Having something that is genuinely important and just makes you truly feel good is something that I feel like most people just lack, especially at this point in time. And I hope to some degree what we are putting out there for you guys is is giving you a sense of hope, giving you a sense of community, giving you a sense of, you know, true interaction. I, a lot of people in, in the scene of content creators and, you know, they, they, they talk so much about uh, parasocial relationships. Uh, more now than ever, parasocial relationships are becoming the closest thing to a genuine relationship. You know, we spend so much time online and we spend so much time just really considering our surroundings. And, you know, I feel like people who have excess time, what they're doing is spending it on social media, which is fine. I have no problem with it. I have no qualms with that. And I think people really need to kind of understand that this is kind of just the way we're heading. And if you have time to genuinely interact with somebody, take it, you know, it might change your life. It, it, it literally might save your life. You know, people who have a, a s- severe depression and they can't communicate with anyone, they feel so lost and you never know that one conversation just might save them. That one interaction just might save you. You never know. And that's the craziest thing in the whole entire world. And it's, I don't know, man. I was in a a very, very dark place. Um, Probably about um, a few episodes into the podcast. Like, uh, probably like six or seven. I felt really, really discouraged, very overwhelmed because obviously this is more of a passion thing, you know, and also just being able to spend it with, with people who I find as my, they're, they are literally my only two friends. So it's like, it's not just a small thing for me. You know, this is a huge 
part of who I am. It's, it seems really small for people who may be looking in and it's just, it's, it's hard to be vulnerable with anybody. It doesn't matter how long you know them. It really doesn't, you know, it's, it's so hard to even open up to your parents sometimes. And you really, really have to, you feel like not, you don't have to, but you feel like you have to cherry pick your words. You have to make sure you're not causing the other person in the conversation discomfort. And it's, it's hard to do that. So for me, this, this has been a true escape from everything. And it's like just so surreal that there's been people who've even wanted to listen to what what we talk about. You know, I feel like so often people just feel like they're they're not heard ever, you know. They they go their whole life feeling like they're entirely unheard. And just recording this podcast has kind of opened my eyes that people no matter if they know you or not they want to listen people want to listen it's just it's just in our in our dna essentially to want to listen to things and kind of of hear another person's story another person's hardship and show empathy which to be honest with you uh I struggle with I I I I'm not somebody who's super empathetic and that's always been a struggle for me because I know not everybody listens to what I have to say and it's hard because I understand like from my perspective I understand why people wouldn't want to listen to what I have to say. It's not important. And I feel like that's the hardest thing to deal with. You feel so small, so unimportant. And it's, it's hard to really think about. And I don't know, maybe I'm just rambling, you know, I just want things to, you know, make sense. This 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 podcast was honestly entirely on a whim. No, there was no no plans of anything. Me and uh, me, Andrew and Charlie were just really uh, we were just playing games. I think one night, you know, and I uh, brought this entire idea up. You know, it's almost been a year at this point, and. I just brought it up on a whim. Do you guys want to start a podcast together? And they said, yeah. And uh, 
you know, we've had our ups and downs this year. People, people obviously can't always show up for things. And I get that. And I, I, you know, I poke fun and I'm, I make a joke, you know, like I'm the only one that's ever been here for every episode, whatever. Um, but I, I'm genuinely grateful for it. It doesn't matter if I'm only talking to one of my friends. It really doesn't, you know, because I'm going to be able to look back and remember that I spent the time putting in the effort and sitting down and talking with my friends. Yeah, it's it's for content or whatever. You you can you can perceive it however you want to. You can perceive it as oh, it's just for content sake or whatever. But honestly, I don't like hanging. I don't like going out. It's not a comfortable position for me. You know, I'm not a person who likes to expose himself and and be vulnerable in person, and it makes it very hard for me to interact with even. People who have been my friend for years is, you know, specifically the people who do this podcast with me. It's like, it's hard. I don't know what to say about it. It's just not easy. It's not easy to do that for me. And I think there's probably a lot of people who can relate to that. Think about all the times where you might just just be in a, a place where you don't want to hang out. And for me, that's quite often a lot of the times. So having this scheduled cutout time or supposedly scheduled cutout time is important to me. I'm a guy who likes routines. I like to stick to what I do and really think about things and uh, I'm recording this on uh, Christmas and because you know obviously the boys are spending time with their family or whatever and I spent time with my family uh, yesterday so uh, it's not as important to me I had work and everything like that so it's like I just I don't know I'm a very routine man and I really do look forward to those times with the boys. And I just feel like honored to have anyone who just listens at all. Just, it doesn't even matter if you, if you, if you pop in and just based on the title or just genuinely you maybe it's background noise for you i i do that a lot with podcasts too myself and um you know you'd be surprised how how much it makes things so exciting for the people who are making the content you know it it, it may seem so small like you know like so you know you get to a large point as a content, like I feel like a lot of people will think you get to this point with a lot of big creators, like, you know, like Mr. Beast, PewDiePie, whatever. It doesn't really matter who it is. You know, it could even be someone who has like a hundred thousand subs on YouTube or whatever. Uh, I think people 
really think that you grow numb to your success. But I feel like even if people want to say that they have an expectation for themselves, they have a set marker, set goal, whatever it is, they still understand the value of the listen. They still understand the value of the the consumer. They still understand the value of the person who listens to them. And just because, especially now more than ever, with the, the I brought up earlier the parasocial thing, and um, I think they know that you know people have this almost like make believe friendship, which is fine, but. I think they still genuinely appreciate it, but I feel like it's frowned upon to say that it's okay. You know, there are plenty of people who don't have the social capability to interact with another person. You know, they may never ever be able to be out in public, make a friend, be at school, make a friend. It doesn't matter because in their, in their mind, you're someone that they look up to. You're someone that they find to be a friend, find comfort in them, find comfort, even if it's not in them and what they say and their relatability, whatever you find comfort, maybe even just listening into their voice, you know, uh, there's times where I've opened a YouTube video or like played a whole playlist of a YouTuber while I'm in bed just to fall asleep because I find their voice soothing, um, I'm not someone who's like super like, I feel like I have a connection with people like through the internet or whatever, but that doesn't take away from the experience that other people have, you know, to say, I'm not your friend. I don't know you technically correct. You don't know them, but why would you, why are people so willing to crush other people's entire motives for things? Would it be acceptable for someone to say, I don't have kids, so I hate children? That's that's not an acceptable statement, you know, by by most common standards. So why is it okay to say, even though you put yourself out there as a public figure, to be like, I am not your friend, I don't want you, you are a number to me, and all you do is make me money. How is that fair? That just, that the whole thing feels, if we're going to that point, feels uh, manipulative. Like, why is manipulation okay in the entertainment scene, but it's not okay for relationships? How is that something that we really find acceptable? And I just, I don't get it, you know? I don't get how we develop this basis and the standard for certain elements to be okay, but it's not okay for anything else. You know, it's like, it's like murder. We know murder is wrong. There's no exceptions for it other than self-preservation in an uh, actual physical or, you know, life-threatening altercation. Um. That's the only time where it's okay. And I feel like that's socially acceptable. But why is manipulation through media okay, but people frown upon the idea of 
personal manipulation. You kind of have to have a line that's drawn. So why is it okay for people to make millions of dollars to manipulate someone and it not be okay to manipulate someone to kind of just have a general satisfaction? Not satisfaction in a bad way, but like manipulation can be as minuscule as a lie. You lie because you love the person. That's manipulation. It doesn't matter. So why is that uh, manipulation frowned upon? And it's so bad. But people are allowed to manipulate children and, you know, vulnerable teenagers, preteens, you know, vulnerable adults who don't have genuine relationships with other people. Why is that okay for those people to take advantage of them and genuinely make so much money off of it? They're, they're making more money than those people that they're manipulating into donating because they feel like I have a genuine relationship with them. And they're making millions, millions of dollars. How is that okay? Why are we just okay with that as a society? I just don't understand it. And I, I say this because, honestly, if I had a fan come up to me and, you know, say, oh, I, I really like like your content. I like the what you do. And they're like, I really see you as a friend. And, you know, I'd be like, I appreciate it. And maybe there's an opportunity that we potentially could get a get along on the same page. I don't know them. I can't say that I'm their friend for sure. But if someone is so willing to come up to me and and say something like that, it wouldn't happen because, you know, I'm not public with my my personal name or my face or anything like that. But if it did happen. You know, I wouldn't just like be like, no, 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 we're not friends. I, I don't know you. That's just cruel. It's just so cruel to me. And I don't understand how people can be that way, how they can be almost soulless to the fact that they have no remorse. Honestly, content creators are the least remorseful people I've ever seen. And... It's just disgusting. It's disgusting that we've devolved to that point. I don't know, man. I'm just here by myself. Really just trying to make this this really like raw, you know. I, I don't have to worry about anybody else saying anything that, it, you know, may expose me or or even if we ex- uh, if I expose someone else. So this is kind of just like a really like sit down, you know, communicate. And just kind of a reflect over the time that I- I've been doing this. And to be honest with you, I don't think I would change anything. I, I really don't. I don't think uh, I could, you know, because I feel like more than anything else is uh, that's been in my life, you know, I, I dropped out of college. I, you know, 
don't really communicate with the people at my work, like outside of work. I don't, I don't hang out with anybody. And these are two of my close friends that I'm, or pretty much my only friends. So I don't, I know it's frustrating, like at the time to really think about it and deal with things and understand that not everything is going to work out as planned. You know, that's, that's hard. That's, that's difficult to deal with, you know? And I, I'm, like I said, I'm a, I'm a planned man and it it is frustrating to me, but I don't think I would change any of it because instead of having this really, really like, you know, uh, ha try be funny, you know, moments with my friends and we're all together. We're trying to make it fun for everybody. I can really just sit down with either Andy or Charlie and really have a, like a deep and profound conversation that honestly we wouldn't ever be able to have. Like I, I genuinely think that we've been able to talk about things that we would have never ever talked about. And that's absolutely crazy to me. I really don't understand like how I've been able to be so lucky to have so many great people in my life to work with, to have on this podcast and just really break things down. And, you know, I feel like I'm so, so cynical when it, when it comes to the actual podcast, I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm like super harsh on things. You know, I joke really hard about things, but you know, those are all jokes. They're, they're not genuine. And sometimes it, it may come off that, uh, come off as genuine, but you know, it's not, it's really not. I really appreciate and value the time of the people who are involved and it may not may not seem that way for the the listeners you know i i i cut a lot of stuff out i like i cut a lot of things out like you know timing pacing whatever you know maybe some things that happened prior to the conversation or whatever i i i try to make it interesting i try to make it really involved you know try to make it interesting for the viewers uh, or the listeners. And, um, I really, really, I don't know. I just don't know why, you know, other than like right now, like, you know, this is going to be the, probably the slowest freaking podcast you guys have ever listened to. Um, (laughs) it's just me, you know, it's just me here talking and, um, you guys are probably really used to hearing very, very hyper cut stuff. You know, it, it doesn't, it may not seem like it's cut or, you know, edited. I try my best to make it seem natural, you know, like conversation is just flowing naturally, but you know, there's, <laughs> there's times where there's a, you know, like a 
20 second, 15 second break in between conversation. And (laughs) it just sounds odd. But uh, I don't know. At this point, I'm kind of just rambling. So I think that uh, will do it for me. Uh, I genuinely hope you guys enjoy this more raw. I'm not even going to cut this video actually. So or audio. So, um, hopefully you enjoy, enjoy a, like a more raw audio format for this little, uh, open heart, heart to heart as I record this. Um, I hope you guys have a great night. I hope you guys had a very good holiday season and have a, a, you know, a happy new year for those who celebrate it. And just, uh, remember to reflect on on what was good this year. Don't focus too much on what was bad. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the life you've been given and appreciate those that are there. Don't forget to love yourself. And this has been another episode of the Black Collar Podcast. Bye.